0: I think for the first two months, I watched a whole of Friends, like literally season one onwards. I watched every single episode, every day, because I didn't know what I was doing.
1: Hello and welcome to episode 11 of A Chat with Elliot and Matt. My name is Elliot Bibby.
0: And my name is Matt Lamb.
1: And that little gap there is getting shorter every week, usually I have to edit it out and um, fast forward it because you do have a little bit of a pause there
0: where it's like I'm Matt Matt. I, liked, I like to give your name presence within the podcast
1: Alright, okay, thanks, thanks for that, I appreciate no. it So if you are new here, myself, uh, I'm Elliot Bibby, I'm a magician and uh, Matt, you are Events just events. Just, you are events, just this week you are just events, everything and we chat on this podcast about something that's happened to us this week in our business, or work, related life, our personal life and something completely random and everything in between. So Matt, would you like to kick us off this week with your personal thing?
0: Yeah, so thank you very much Elliot. So I think that this week's personal one is actually quite a reflection piece So on Monday, I actually sat just looking out the window with my book, thinking a way back to a year ago. And I know that's kind of like crazy to think back 365 days. But at that time, this wave of pandemic wording was being floated about the world and we were all kind of getting ready for something. We weren't sure what it was, but suddenly, of course, it hit and we've never looked back since, really. Instead, we've been kind of looking forward and thinking, what is what is happening? And I remember that week so vividly because on the Friday I was at a, the last show and concert that had happened in Glasgow. It was the script we're playing in the Hydro. There was twelve thousand people. Then the next day I was out gallivanting, of course, normality Sunday lunch, everything like that. Then on the eighteenth I was out. You know, I was getting my friend home to the airport because he was heading home to Australia, and then the. F- on the Thursday, I remember phoning you as well earlier to say, I think I might actually have symptoms for coronavirus because one of my students had went to Switzerland and I was teaching and they were in the room and a few of us started having coughs and everything and uh, chest pains. And I remember thinking, oh no. And I remember going on the ward. So it was kind of this week, my personal one was kind of looking back at that reflection and really trying to think back to what the last 365 days do or have been and you never really do that as such whereas this this week i really have so yeah it's been really interesting to do it but it's been a bit of a journey ever since that week but i don't think this week will ever disappear from my mind anyway
1: so have you kept almost have you kept a diary of anything or have you just been reflecting on just your thoughts over the past year or different milestones
0: no i actually had an idea that from the 23rd of march this year i kind of went the next 365 days to even be bigger because I think that March the 23rd will always now be the day that we will always remember just like remembering Sunday as such and just like other other key dates in the year so I kind of want from now coming the next year to be kept a diary and just kept a record whereas we never really knew what was happening for the first three months we kind of thought we'd be out of it whereas obviously we're still not so yeah so it's really interesting I'm I'm really kind of like on a reflective. So my personal one this week, of course, is kind of the reflection. But of but we were also we were on lockdown before everyone else, like as a family. So because I remember phoning you, going, "This is hell." Yeah, and we were on lockdown for two weeks. So yeah, so that was a year ago. So my reflection piece is this week's personal item for me.
1: I think as well, in a year's time, when we look another year's time goes by and we look back this podcast and. Each individual episode, it'll be quite interesting to see where we were and what we're up to, and like you say, you've been reflecting over the past year. But I think because we've got this record every week of what we've been doing, I think that'll be quite interesting. It'll be quite difficult to find out what we're actually talking about if we really wanted to narrow it down, because of the 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 name of the episodes are very random. But I think yeah, it's it's a good thing.
0: Yeah, definitely, and I think it'll. I think it will certainly allow a bit more focus in the next year because you know of the challenges that may come ahead again. So I think for me personally, I'm I'm also very much aware of what may be because of what's happened the last year. And this week was especially that idea of what may be. So, yeah, so it was good. So, Elliot, enough about my reflection, enough about my personal items. What is your personal item this week?
1: So my personal thing this week is it's almost sort of similar actually on reflection i am part of lots of different facebook groups to do with magic and there was quite a famous performer called steve spill who is an american magician and he owns a 150-seater theater in santa monica in california called magicopolis and uh, he actually put a post up in one of these groups and it talked about how Lots of He sees lots of performers now that are going and getting different jobs and they think, oh, I'm never going to perform again. And he basically put up this very long post saying, you know what, guys, you need to sort of believe in yourself. The good times are coming back. Look at after when we had the Spanish flu, we had the roaring 20s and there was loads of performers and everybody was getting dressed up. And I think we've mentioned that before in this podcast about that. And something that struck me is what he said was to look back at old videos of you performing and how the audience are reacting to you and how you are commanding the stage and look at all those little nuances and little bits that you would forget if you went out and performed tomorrow so um it made me think about something that i've been doing for a few years now actually it's anytime that i get a good review or a nice email thanking me for a gig or something or any testimonials at all, I I take a screenshot of it or I copy it and paste it into a Word document and I save them in a folder. So if I'm feeling down one day, which I do get, sometimes I get down, um, I just look in that folder at all the good praise and it makes me feel good again. So I think this is something that anyone can do really if you get praised for something or you've got something, someone sends you a nice email because you did something for them, then just screenshot it and put it in a folder that's just like your Happy folder, and then it means that you can look back at it on a day when you're feeling down.
0: I think definitely that whole sense of reflection has been even deeply more understood in the last year. Like people have actually started taking time, whereas time was always there, but time to do things that we didn't have time for. And I certainly think that what you're doing will help people that did struggle. In regards to their whole what was this year when it was meant to be the best 2020 ever what was this year meant year going to be like well actually instead of saying going to be like what's it going to be like like what is we going to focus on to drive forward with your creativity with your ideas and with everything and i definitely think that the 20s for us will be just as roaring as it was in the 19th century or 20th century sorry So Elliot, let's uh, fire on. You've done your personal one and now let's fire on to your work one. What has your one work highlight been this week?
1: My work related one this week is I've I've been working on a lot of my wedding stuff. So 50% of my business is in the wedding market. So I perform during the drink receptions at weddings and uh, perform a sort of stand up thing. And I've been working on my sort of micro wedding packages at the moment because obviously the restrictions with numbers it's a bit more difficult for me to perform my normal magic at weddings so especially with reduced numbers and stuff so i've been working on how i can give the most to couples and keep them entertained with the sort of minimum amount of guests and stuff so i've been working on all that this week and i've got a facebook live tomorrow evening which will be this thursday and so this podcast, podcast. if you're listening to this, you can tune in this evening, if you are listening to it straight away. Uh, you can tune in live on Facebook, on my Facebook page, at Elliot Bibby Magic. Got to get that plug in every week. And uh, I'm going to be chatting with Oren Moore, the venue in Glasgow, about basically everything that I do at weddings, my career in magic so far, and my new micro-wedding packages. So... I won't bore everybody with them here because you can listen to it on the Facebook live and watch it as well. Listen and watch tomorrow and if you're not watching or if you're not listening to this straight away and you're listening to this maybe when you're at a run or something then you can catch up on it when you're back in from your run. So that is my business one. Working on the wedding stuff, updating that. Going to be updating people with all the new restrictions and stuff like that as well because i'm actually i joined the scottish wedding industry alliance which is a group that have been sort of lobbying for all wedding suppliers during the pandemic so they've been working with the government to get funding and support and stuff so i joined them so i sort of know what's going on
0: what's your thoughts on all the gavens
1: well it's not that clear to be honest that's my thoughts
0: because obviously, a performer does that come under the fifty, or does that become under the venue staff? Or? At the
1: moment, um, no, it doesn't come under. It's not included in the fifty. No suppliers are included. Oh, sorry, the suppliers have to be included within the fifty. Oh, they do. They do have to be. Yeah, at the moment.
0: So, so that basically think- means that if a supplier so a band is four people, so that's forty six. Does the venue staff have to know?
1: I'm not entirely sure. I've not made it clear. Probably not.
0: Yeah, interesting. And I think I think this is a problem, and we're not going to get into politics because me and Elliot talk about it every time that there is a big press conference. But here's the problem: there is no clarity to people's careers and people's industry right now, and it's really frustrating. Like it's really frustrating. So, especially for yourself and others.
1: I was going to say the frustrating thing is, say me as a magician, if I have to uh, or if i'm allowed to go to a wedding and perform for 50 people what's the difference between me going into a venue and performing a show to 50 people there is no difference really so therefore why are the theatres and stuff small venues still closed but yeah they were talking about the alcohol as well that's a that's a big one if the alcohol is going to be allowed after or if you're allowed alcohol at a wedding from the 26th of april um, or if it's going to be the 17th of May where most pubs and stuff are allowing the alcohol because if you, I mean, a Scottish wedding without alcohol, it's, it's not going to happen. It's like,
0: is like something else, but I won't say it, but yeah.
1: It's not going to happen. And I mean, for the venues to try and police that, I mean, if there isn't any alcohol, people are just going to go out to their cars and go to their carryout and get that. So I think you would rather have it inside a venue where it's controlled and it can be policed easier by the staff, or just don't have the weddings at all?
0: I really, I do feel for the wedding industry because I think there's people out there that have completely be forgotten about, completely. And I know a few people that are florists for weddings and they are struggling because they don't know what was next and they don't know what the plan is. Luckily, they had a very good Christmas because of the wreaths. So, of course, the wreath trend kind of took off. But I definitely think the government, totally have no guidance that's clear and i think that's a real concern and i wish one day we could get someone from the government onto this podcast to ask them what they actually feel in regards to the actual direction that they you know they took the they took the whole guidance of the pandemic out and through
1: so matthew moving on what is your business or work related thing this week
0: Obviously, we've been talking about things opening up and obviously we're talking about the guidance and, you know, limited wording and things being said. And I think one thing that's really interesting is that for me personally, I'm now thinking ahead and thinking I need to be more secure with, you know, a job as such. And I've worked in events and the the day that events are finished, you're really, you're unemployed at midnight that night. And that is not what I... I'm wanting any more as such. So I've kind of been looking at next steps, next stages, because I've been teaching for the last seven months, and it's been great, but all that finishes in end of April. So really it's just a meandering whirlwind of a month, probably, thinking what will be next, and it will be certainly interesting, but I've had a few conversations and all very positive so far, and I think it will be once you kind of say you're available and free, sometimes things will come up when you haven't maybe told people in the past so yeah it'll be um yeah just looking ahead looking for new things and 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 just carrying on with with my positive attitude and positive energy so that is my work thing for this week
1: so you're looking for something a bit more stable in terms of a job
0: yeah, yeah, basically just looking along the lines of something that's actually going to have stable income for a certain amount of time. And and I think that makes more sense for me right now, probably even mentally as well, because I think finding, you know, I know what it's like in the last year not to have three wages uh, for three months. And I know also what it's like to not have any money come in from support mechanisms that was put aside from the government on a personal level. And I think there's many people out there that have faced this exact same problem um, and I think that the pandemic has focused yes on health and that is very important but I don't think there's been enough in my own opinion that has sought out the financial element. I'm just very fortunate that I've managed to work even harder to, to make sure that on the nine months that I was able to work I've worked my backside off to to be able to 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 overcome any challenges. But there's definitely people out there that are gonna lose their homes and lose, you know, lose their lives really over the financial worries in my opinion. And I just really, really, really think there's not enough attention to it. So yeah, I don't want to be going in all three months without a wage, basically.
1: Yeah, I mean, I've seen everything that you've been doing and you've worked so hard on coming up with different ideas of how to make money, utilizing the skills that you've got. And you've worked so hard and I'm actually very proud of how you've managed to stay afloat by everything that you've been doing. Everything from writing poems in a bottle to poem books to working at the small events that, or oh, sorry, the big events with the small window that you were able to do it. It's been incredible.
0: Definitely been a journey, and I think, I I definitely, the two of us have, have of course, adapted, and this isn't stroking each other's egos, but you know we've had to, um, and I think I've probably even found it even tougher because I know the stresses that, you know, the family, you know, because you you see you see everything around you, and you see the family stresses as well, and we won't get into that, but I definitely think there was a bigger picture for me to, you know, still staying at home, it had a bigger implication as such, and. And I think we have to all see that it wasn't just us. There was thousands and thousands of people out there. We were just fortunate to have a really positive attitude. And I would happily do, I mean, I still have 30, you know, podium bottles still sitting here out of the hundreds that I I bought. But I certainly don't take away the fact that, you know, that was never going to pay a mortgage as such. eh, And it was never going to pay the bills, but it was definitely about just doing something mentally to be able to succeed.
1: But the feedback that you got from those as well, where it's not just sometimes it's not about what for what's in it for you, but those poems that you wrote for people and that that'll have an impact on them the moment that they've read that poem, that might have given them a lift to carry on. and that's an amazing Definitely. thing.
0: Definitely, and I think that the pandemic opportunity uh, arisen and gave that opportunity to arise that would have never really have happened as such. It wasn't also never going to happen if it wasn't for you shouting at me and telling me to do it. But I think that I also understand that many people are in that exact same boat and many people have been very successful and then many people have just been scrabbling around thinking. I mean, I remember for the first time, I know we're really rambling here, but I think this is so important to have this open chat. But I think for the first two months, I watched a whole of Friends, like literally season one onwards. I watched every single episode every day because I didn't know what I was doing. I, I honestly had no idea what I had to do. And I remember the end of May came and I was like, I've applied for 30 jobs and I'm getting nowhere. And then June came and June was just a nightmare of a, a month trying to apply. And I went back to Friends because I was like, I can't do this anymore. And then July came and I was like, right, we need to get the pouring bottles. And then that was it. Like it just, you know, and it wasn't through trying. So I'm not, people probably sitting there going, well, you watch Friends. Yeah, that's because when you get nine rejections on one day, how are you meant to lift yourself up? Altogether, I got 57 rejections over the space of three months. But I can tell you as well that the Friends, characters, it was actually all based around uh, Courtney Cox and um, and Chandler. Like, it was all based around Monica and Chandler, all of it. But that's just through my uh, research that I'd done for the full pandemic. But I just think that, yeah, I just... I just think that this whole time, you know, when we say work, the other thing that I want to say is, and I know I'm rambling, I do apologise. You don't
1: need to apologise. This is our podcast. We can do what we want. We <laughs> I can keep talking. <laughs> the only time I can say that, we can do what we want. <laughs> I
0: think, I don't think people know how lucky they are to have a job right now. And, and, and not everyone. And I don't mean I'm not at all. But let me just share a story. And I think I've told you this before, but I've definitely never said this on the podcast. It was August last year, and I remember I went for lunch with my friend. It was the first time we'd been out in literally four months. And and my friend was very much like, right, let's get you out, because it had been hard. And I remember we went into H&M, and the store had just opened. You know, it was quiet. And I, I saw this shirt. It was a nice red shirt, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to treat myself. You know, I really shouldn't have, but I was like, I'm going to treat myself. And the guy said to me, he said hi there, how are you? And I said, yeah, good, thanks. I was like, how has it been back? And he said, oh, I'd rather be furloughed watching games and, you know, I'd rather just be sitting and getting paid. And I remember there was a plastic shield against me and him. And the shield was there, obviously, for coronavirus restrictions, but instead it was actually there for his protection that day because I literally went through verbally and I lost it. And, and my friend, I was about to say their name, but my friend pulled me away and they were like, don't, it's not worth it. And I was like, it is worth it. He needs to realise that how he how fortunate he is right now. I said, I would I would love to do his job right now. I'd love to be folding clothes. And I just think that people need to realise that when they moan about things and I know that, you know, I, I've moaned in the past about things, but you have to realise how fortunate it is to have that work and have that job if you feel it is suitable to your mental state, suitable to your skill set. You're being respected, of course. There's other meandering points that have to be taken into account. But for him, and I, I emailed HM and and I literally got home and I emailed HM and and I said to them, here's, you know, here's the things that were said and here's my reaction. I do apologise for my overreaction, but I totally think it's within reason. And I got an email back, two emails, one from the head office and one from the director of customer service, basically saying it was unacceptable and that they totally understood where I came from. And I totally was raging, but I was in that rage for three months. I was completely like, just give me a job. And I also remember once I went for a drive, every Sunday I would go for a drive just to get out of the house, five miles away from, you know, legally where we could go. And I went to a coffee shop and I sat in the car and Heart FM was on. And the presenter said, she literally and I don't really care for sharing this she literally said oh for all those that's struggling to you know for all those that are finding it hard to work today you know find any motivation to working you know it's a Sunday and I can't believe we're working on a Sunday and I'm shouting at the radio and I'm like I cannot believe that you're complaining that you have a job I just cannot believe it and again I sent an email because I was in that and I know that's very petty but I just couldn't cope I couldn't cope myself um, so for me, I don't want to be in that position again So I, I know this is all came from full-time job But yeah, I, I just don't want to be in that position again And I got a response from them as well Apologising And actually they went and spoke to the team And on that Sunday She had an apology on the radio For what she said She never obviously mentioned my name But yeah So I don't think enough people talk about this subject To be honest
1: That poor guy in H&M now knows what it feels like To not have a job though After you probably getting him fired
0: No, he wasn't fired He's still there Because I've seen him um but you know what? Like okay. I, you know what though, I would I would I think he would probably do well with understanding the pain and the struggle that many people, including ourselves, have went through. And I just don't think that people understand the the the, the sheer joy that work can bring, that what was work has been redefined in the last year. And we need to we need to as a society just take a step back and appreciate what work is.
1: One thing that I've actually been doing over the last week is gratitude. So I learned this actually in a room on Clubhouse where, yeah, we got a mention again this week. And I've never been one for getting up and writing a journal in the morning or self-reflection or um, yoga or anything like that. But something just resonated with me and I thought, I'm going to give this a go. So it was, they were talking in the room about, you say some, one thing that you're grateful for. One thing that you're going to achieve today, and I can't remember what the third thing was, but yeah, it was. I just went for the gratitude thing, and I just said I was grateful for just waking up and having fr- a good friends, good friends around me that I can chat to. And they're like, "Oh, that's great, that's great." And then someone else jumped up and they said, I'm, "I'm grateful for fresh air." And I was like, "Oh, yeah, that's a good one, good for that." And then someone else got up and they're grateful for their breakfast. I was like, "Right, okay." So you could be grateful for anything, but the one thing that stuck with me was. If you're doing that and you're being grateful for something it, it makes you feel okay it's fine makes you feel happy you can't be sad and you can't be ungrateful at the same time as being grateful so anytime that i find myself getting annoyed at something i just tell myself that i'm grateful for something and it puts me in a good mindset so i've been doing this for the past week now and it's it's a weird feeling because i actually feel really good i've always feel happy i feel a lot more positive a lot more motivated so I think people have to be grateful for their job even if they don't like it at times but you have to then imagine what the worst case scenarios. so just think about not having a job not and all the things that come with that not being able to pay your bills etc etc so I think one of the things when you wake up in the morning is you're grateful for your health you're grateful for being alive and if you get up I, I, I dare you to try this this is what uh, someone I know Gavin Oates speaker tree of knowledge he says this uh, he says i dare you to do this i dare you to be happy i dare you to do this so if anyone is listening i dare you to be grateful for something and say it out loud right now just say i am grateful for something he's he's yes grateful for cheese toasties And that was one thing, I'm grateful for cheese toasties. Actually, a little plug there about the cheese toasties is I've actually been putting them up on my TikTok. They're not going up anywhere else, but I've been putting up TikToks of me making different cheese toasties. And they've actually been getting quite a lot of views, to be honest. I'm actually going to go into my TikTok just now and tell you. So, let's have a look here. I've put up three, oh my goodness, I've put up three TikToks so far of my cheese toasties. So, the first one I put up was the classic cheese and onion toasty but with a twist so that was the one, remember two podcast episodes ago, episode nine it was, I was talking about my cheese toasty with uh, onion chutney instead of actual onions so anyway, the classic cheese and onion toasty with onion chutney, that's had 233 views that um, the next one I put up was the cheese toasty with chilli con carne inside, that's had a staggering 879 views are no we Today's TikTok that I put up, which is the cheese and red onion toasty. And that only got I put it up what two and a half hours ago and it's had 1715 views. No, it hasn't. It has? Show that right now.
0: Oh, my days. So to go to go back to our serious reflection post, I think we also can fortunately say we are fortunate to be able to make cheese toasties. we are fortunate to be able to eat food, and I think we we don't do that enough. We don't say to ourselves we are fortunate to be able to be in that position. Like I was fortunate to go around the world in eight events. I was fortunate to be able to go on a plane. I had that privilege as such. But so I think that you know my message this week is certainly the fortune is within our hearts to be able to share with others how fortunate we we all are in whatever we do, and and when you are not realize that actually there is people worse and that they really are not as fortunate as you so yeah i definitely think that that's uh, this week's um yeah that's i've meandered meandered is my word this week i'm
1: gonna give you you a little sound effect for that okay matthew what is your random thing this week
0: So this week I went and signed some documents for my house. Thank you very much. And to celebrate, I decided to go on to Asda and I bought myself a box of quality street. But I didn't just share it, like I didn't share it at all. I decided to eat the whole box and now I feel severely ill. So yeah, so my one random fact is this week that when you eat 232 net grams, and it's 240. Can you believe the wrappers are 6 grams alone? Or oh, 8 grams? I've never been good at maths either. 8 well, grams you alone. You wrappers? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did. I was that hungry. I was like, give me some quality street. I like this orange one. Wrapper, mm, mm, wrapper, wrapper. Do you have any um,
1: feelings in your in your teeth? Do you have any feelings? this
0: way. My dentist goes to Mauritius every time that I'll go to the dentist. <laughs> well, I'm actually, how, did you when,
1: eat, how did you eat the foil wrappers then? Because when you take that foil wrapper... <laughs> and it touches your teeth any of <gasps> fillings will understand this if you take like tin foil and put it on your filling it just gives you the most excruciating pain in the world. So how did you manage to do that Matthew?
0: Wrapped it in bread I'm only kidding I didn't actually eat the foil. I mean I feel as though, oh, feel as though...
1: 6 grams there <laughs>
0: yeah exactly uh, yeah that was gone but yeah so and like I literally was reading it while eating them and I was like oh really my dentist is not going to be happy with me but I mean my favourite was Strawberry Delight Strawberry Delight all the way and then we've the Strawberry
1: of Delight friend. cream ones that's like
0: soft oh soft you just let it melt like there's no point you chewing it you know I like just let it melt right into your mouth and then all of a sudden the quality street ambience just it's like an orchestra just takes off and just that's what i felt like and then the coconut one comes in it's like the
1: ones do are great these the blue ones they're quite hard I don't... do you think they're so are the coconut ones because coconut eclair- what, I... what i love about bounties is that i love bounties okay and The reason why is because the coconut always gets stuck in your teeth and then like two hours later, you just find like, oh, is that a little bit of coconut in my mouth? And it's great. It just takes you back again.
0: Then your dentist finds it once a month later and it's sitting there and it's actually got a whole palm tree just like, yeah, I've just been settling in Ellie's mouth this week and here I am. Here's another coconut. Excellent. Well,
1: is that a palm tree there? Is that a bonsai (laughs) tree? It's, It's one of them.
0: Bonsai tree is coming to a story near you one day. So, Elliot, that was my one random fact. That was my random chocolate addiction fact. I Hobot, what is your one random one for this week?
1: So my one random thing this week is a friend of mine, Mark James, who is a magician of mine who I've looked up to for years and over the past sort of years so I've pretty much chatted him every day while playing Call of Duty on the PS4 And and he's actually set up a new company called Curious Monkey Inc um, which stands with Curious Monkey Incorporated which is a sort of a boutique store which specialises in playing cards and like puzzles and various different curiosities and yeah he is just about to launch this, it might actually be launched by the time this podcast comes out but I'd highly recommend anybody that's sort of into weird and strange little puzzles and stuff to check it out Um, it's aimed at Everyone that likes that sort of stuff, but they're also doing coffee as well. And you know how much I love coffee, and I can't wait to get my hands on this coffee because he's been telling me that it's the best coffee in the world. He said he's got some Guatemalan, Guatemalan honey type flavor coffee, which says good, but that's not the one that are going to be stocking. But anyway, I was one of the sort of test purchasers recently and I ordered a few decks of cards from him, and they arrived this week, and they're absolutely brilliant i mean the packaging and stuff that they came in was great uh great value for money and they're, they're sort of playing cards that you wouldn't actually be able to get in the uk you'd have to order them from around the world but he's managed to source them and bring them in so his instagram is great at the moment he's doing all the photography himself and put a lot of work and a lot of effort into so even if you just want a little gift or a little stocking filler at christmas time if you're looking for something like that, then check out Curious Monkey Inc.
0: I think it's definitely interesting that so many people have really just took it upon themselves to go and live their dreams, to be able to go and jump onto the bandwagon that is, of course, living something that they believe in and having the ambition and having the gusto to actually stand at the top of a rooftop and say, I can do this. I can go and live my dream and I can come up with something that is unique and sell it and have that trust. And I think that's a massive kudos to him. Excellent, well Elliot I think this week has been rather fascinatingly amazing You've
1: gone into like full presenter mode now It's funny no. when you do that, I'd like to ask the listeners to email us in We had quite a few emails last week that I've, uh, I've not actually managed to get through or show you yet But if you would like to email us in a question or something like that, I will uh, You know what I'm going to do, I'm going to go through the emails So it's Matt 21 at gmail.com I think it is. I'll drop it in the show notes down below. But yeah, send us an email with even just say hello or you're enjoying the podcast or go to Apple Podcast Reviews and give us a, a little review. Let us know what you thought because when you review this podcast, it opens it up to a wider audience of people. Um so it would be quite nice to start Spread our messages to people around the world or anyone you'd like so feel free to share the podcast with your friends uh, give us a little review as well if you want let us know what you think but yeah send us an email um, for a topic of discussion that you would like us to discuss it could be anything at all and um, I forgot to get the ones from last week up so I'm going to do that straight after we finish recording this I'm going to show you Matt the emails that we have and I will add them to next week and we will discuss the topics there was definitely three or four so matt you can have the final words again this week as you always do what would you like to leave us with this week you're gonna leave us with a poem you're gonna leave us with a song you're gonna leave us with a random snow globe fact or what would you like to leave us with this week
0: i think i'll just leave it with simply fortune is for those that see something appreciate something be something and whether you're fortunate to be able to have a whole box of Quality Street, enjoy each moment. Whether you're going to work, enjoy that commute. And never see something as a burden. Bend instead. Just see it as pure joy, pure happiness. And you being so fortunate. Have a great
1: week, everyone.